Hallelujah. When you read the Bible, especially in the New Testament, it teaches us to come to the place called perfection. In Hebrews chapter 6, the Bible told us to go on to perfection. The Bible also teaches us to perfect holiness. The Bible also speaks of the spirit of just men that have been perfected. Their spirits have been perfected. Hebrews 12, 23. The Bible even speaks of the works of perfection in James chapter 1. Bible speaks of the effects of perfection. It says perfect love cuts out fear or casts away fear. And it says anyone who has fear has not been perfected in love. All of these give us different aspects of perfection. But my main focus is to give us Four areas of perfection in Ephesians. Now all the verses I'm mentioning, you can write them down so that we can read all of them. Hebrews 12, 23, James 1, verse 4, up to verse 25. 1 Peter 5, 10 says, Christ will perfect us after we have suffered a while. Because suffering actually brings perfection. There's a realm of perfection through sufferings. The Bible says Jesus Christ was perfected by the many sufferings. In James chapter 5, you see, a child of God must orient himself about what verse 10. He said, May the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. The Bible says he made the altar of our salvation perfect through sufferings. So suffering brings perfection. The truth is that your lowest moments are the moments of your greatest learning. You don't grow unless you go through things. People who don't go, that's why when we attended school, you realize that all the DBs, they are, they are, not, they are not deep. You can say, because when you go through sufferings, it helps you to think. But they have always had everything provided. Your children will not be spoiled because you are rich. Because suffering brings perfection. It brings wisdom. The Bible says it's better to go to the place of funeral than the place of party. Why? Because you learn at a funeral. When you are going through difficult times in life, know that it is the time you are actually growing. God is helping you. 
Imagine a child who wants to run but will not want to crawl. Crawling is a suffering. Imagine scratching your, uh, your what's the name of this place? Your knees on the ground. It's a form of suffering. But by that, you're able to rise and start walking. We mature through sufferings, things we have suffered. That is why sometimes the Bible says, after we have suffered a while, he will perfect us. Because sometimes maturity is lessons learned. That is why punishment does not destroy. Any society that takes away punishment destroys people. Because punishment is to inflict sufferings for the sake of learning. How do they call it? Commupants. Glory to God. So, what type of suffering are you talking about? Let me put it in perspective. The Bible says, what benefit is it if we suffer for doing evil? So, there's a suffering for doing evil. Real suffering is not in doing evil. You see, when you steal and they slap, it's not painful. But when you have not stolen and they say you have stolen and they start slapping you, that's painful. <laughs> that is why the thief on the cross said, we have what we deserve, but this man has done nothing. What makes the sufferings of Christ suffering is because he didn't do anything. When you are suffering for doing good, that is real suffering. You pay somebody's rent. And the person rose against you, insulted you. That's very painful. But why, when you were paying the rent, when you say somebody, no, no, no. But it means somebody you have helped should not pay you back like that. Are you, are you here? Yes. So suffering basically means going through something unpleasant for the sake of learning. What you are going through, are you learning? Then you are not actually going through anything. You are actually suffering the devil's suffering. The day your house helps steals your one million dollars, that is the day you will learn how to keep money at home. Has it happened before? Oh, yes. uh, uh, the house helped you, she's wild. Old. How can you steal one million dollars? Many of you don't know. One million dollars is not money you can put it in your hands. When you pack one million dollars, it will be like this. Yes. hundred thousand dollars is like this. Certain. Got ten thousand dollars is like this. Certain. Then it gives you ten uh, hundred uh, ten thousand dollars. Ten, it gives you hundred thousand dollars. The hundred thousand ten gives you one million dollars. That's why when you hold a big bag and it's full of money and it's hundred dollars. It's around two million dollars. It's not money you can put it in your pocket like that. You can't put hundred thousand dollars in your pocket. What kind of pocket is that? <laughs> if you can put hundred thousand dollars in your pocket, you can actually put a file there. You can catch somebody's hand, file, and put it there. As you are going there, the cuckoo, your pocket is shouting at the action. 
uh, and she was able to steal, to steal, to steal. Anyway, anyway. So we are looking at four key areas of perfection. Well, what does the word perfection means? To perfect means to be complete. Perfection also means slow and steady. For instance, so this is a mature or uh, a perfect decision. Means a well thought out, executed in patience of time. Perfection also means devoid of errors. Perfect means fit for a standard or a measure. That's why I said this is a perfect score. What is a perfect score? Huh? 10 over 10 is a perfect score. What mass is that? Science and mass quiz. Perfect score simply means perfect score is not 90%. It's actually 100%. Yes. It means you, you, you didn't have any Floss. You didn't flop. When you have 99, it means you had one wrong. That's not perfect score. Perfect score is 100 over 100, or like he's saying, 10 over 10. That's a perfect score. Perfection also means growth and development, like ripe. Perfect also means complete. Completion. Paul said, I'll present you perfect. Means complete. You didn't lack anywhere. If we are to be measured by the fruits of the spirit, you had all the nine, mature in all the nine. Perfect. By the way, out of the nine, what's your score? Do you know the fruits of the spirit? Galatians chapter 5, 21 and 22. 22. It says, number one is joy. Sorry, love. So, you have perfect love. That, now, I'm help. This is not part of my preaching. My preaching is inefficient for which I mentioned before we began. But this one is uh, an addendum. It's an aside. Uh, so that we can mark our script. Have you taken your pen? Uh-huh. So, love out of 10, then you score yourself. I hope you understand. Love is not somebody that you have a boyfriend. No, no, no. If there was time, I would have shown you seven types of love. Okay, one of them is called Agapao. Theos Agapao. Hilarious Dotes. Means God loves a cheerful giver. The word agapao is the 
anglicized agape. The Greek is agapao. Which means unconditional. For instance, when you pay your child school fees, it's not unconditional. It is conditional. Why is your child? When you give money to your wife, it's not unconditional love. It's conditional because she is your wife. <laughs> so, do it. I don't know why you want me to change my sermon. We should, let's go back to the, the fruits of the spirit. We will come to, we'll come to the seven types of. He said, "That's also, of course, filial or filia, which is affection, admiration. Ah, I love this car. It's admiration. Adi aosha eyo eni we mu akono, eni efen affection." It's also another form of love. And then there's also, um, what is it? Eros, from which we get erotic. Yes. That's the one most of you are used to. Yes. Romantic love. Yes. Passionate love. Actually, it involves sexual expression. That's why they can say that when they made love, she conceived and gave birth to Jessica. There's also philatia, which is the love for self, self-love. I love my life. I love myself. I love my life. That, that type of place. It's a demonic love. It means deep respect and compassion for oneself. There are some people that can pity themselves. Oh, look at me. Let, let's, we, later we'll continue the rest of the The fruits of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit. Number two is joy. Joy too. There are different types of joy. Number one, there is joy. Then there is uh, rejoicing. Now, there is, it's not a verbiage. Like, therefore, when you check the translations, rejoicing is different from joy. There's even rejoice. Then there's joy unspeakable. Inexpressible joy. Joy that cannot be uttered. That joy has no reason. For instance, if you have a phone right now and you are laughing, that's not joy, that's happiness. Because the phone is the cause. So when the phone is not there, that thing will not be there. There is a joy that cannot be expressed. Joy unspeakable. Then, the joy to where do you fall? Well, where do you stand? I think I like where do you stand like than where do you fall? Where do you stand? Joy out of ten. There's a difference between joy and happiness. Joy is when everything is taken away. The happiness that is left is called joy. Like, so, so me, my, my, my husband is treating me well. I'm very joyous. That's not joy. That's happy. Joy means it has no source. 
And that source is sourced in God. I still got joy in chaos. I got peace. It makes no sense. Everything around me. So now, I think because you have brought peace, then there's also peace. Peace, actually, the, the word peace means prosperity. Peace simply means a state of tranquility, soberness of mind. For instance, on say, what was his here, you know, will be unknown, can say about pressure now. So, it's called lack of peace. When you have peace, things do not bother you. That's why I say, I've got peace that makes no sense. Now, you can't attribute it to anything. Everything around me is shaking. I'm not moved by my own strength. I put my faith in Jesus. He's never let me down. He's faithful through generations. So why would he now? No, 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 no. So Jesus Christ said, Peace! Peace I give to you, not of this world. Because this world gives peace. All your, the, your, the students in your child's school are going on excursion. And they are paying $5,000. They are going to Disney. All the children are going. But only you, your child is not going. Now, mechanic, as a man functioned and TSA. All the children in your school are supposed to sew. All the people in the choir are supposed to sew a dress. You see. Now, listen to me carefully. Everybody, you see, if majority do not have it, it's not a problem. But everybody has it. And only you. Just say, you have peace that makes no sense. That you cannot be bothered, but if you are <laughs> only you are God, only you, only you, only you are God, only you are God. 31st is coming. Everybody is in white. Only you, you are in pink. I say, fine. So it's not my, it's not, oh, someone said, oh, I don't have a white suit. It's not a suit service. It's a white service. So listen, three years ago, you went to somebody's engagement. They gave you some white. We wear that white and come. You can wear white fugu, white and toma, white abada. 
uh, white kaftan, white suit, white jarabia. You see the thing I wore for the graduation. My wife said, when I wore it, I look like Father Bernard. She put some comment when I wore it. So I told the boys that, get me my suit. Let's go. Let's wear the suit. Then I said, ah, no, 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 no. So recently I told her that I want to get a white one for the black one for 31st. She laughed. I said, hey! It wouldn't be bad, though. Maybe I can get discouragement. I mean, I can know I'm a 31st. No, be born white. I said, Look, when you look like an angel, just wear anything white. That's all. So, peace is when now listen, peace does not only mean the absence of trouble. Peace simply means the presence of troubles, but not troubling you. Well, some of your state right now that you are in is troubling. In fact, you are in a troublesome trouble, but it doesn't trouble you. Some of you, this month your rent is going to die. But, but when you come to church, you are dancing. Sunday we are all flowing man some of you brothers if bouncing is like a ball but now you would be a tennis ball but it doesn't bother you do you know that do you know that you know that some of you, since the hospitality people changed their, their cooking, they are doing nice things, but stay. Tonight, a high cashier pure also. Some of you, Black Friday, I beg you. Come on, man, a green Friday, you know. Still, I want to be talking for Christmas. Even when I call your name, lover of my soul, you know they break my heart. I'll sing about your mercy. Receive supplies from heaven. This shall be your best Christmas. You see, with poor people, Christmas is like a twin. You can see the difference. 
Christmas has come, up, but they don't know the difference between Christmas and middle of the year, beginning of the year. They don't. This Christmas, you see top. This Christmas, you see the difference. All the married people in the church start having Christmas plans. Listen to me carefully. Listen. Yes, sir. Yeah, listen. Let the Christmas be Christmas. Let the Christmas be Christmatic. Is it a goat you can buy? Is it bring a tadia you can buy? And you see, all the wives said, the Christmas is for you. Take money from us and do the Christmas. If you want to buy light, buy. If you want to buy a flower, uh, Christmas tree, buy. If you want to, whatever that you want to buy. Uh, just, just. Hey, Lily said, they said Christmas tree. After service, I'll give you money. Buy Christmas tree with light around it. I want to put it in my sitting room. The children in the house should know that Christmas has come. You know it's all about. What's that? We don't like tree. Well, you see, the Christmas tree has become symbolic of Christmas. Please put the carol service flyer you did on them. Yes. You see? Okay. You see that uh, canes and the flower around it. Uh-huh. If it wasn't there and the red, which is the blood, wasn't there, you will not see that this is Christmas. But this one, even if they remove the picture and they remove the writings, you know that it's about Christmas. Why? Because the Christmas has become associated with certain things. We are doing it. And you see, it's about the better. So, the Jesus was not born in winter. Whether he was born in winter or in solo or whatever. One day somebody was making an argument that Jesus was not born in winter. Because if he was born, how could he have slept outside? I said he was born where? Where was he born? If he was not born in, in the left, where was he born? Tell us. Like whether he was born somewhere or was born somewhere. Like when you read Kwame Nkrumah's autobiography, Kwame Nkrumah doesn't know his date of birth. So he chose a date of birth. And later he discovered that that day doesn't fall on a Saturday. But he was called Kwame. So Kwame Nkrumah has two birthdays. It is in his book. What, did he die that he doesn't know his birthday? Did he die? Oh. But he chose a day in September. He said, this is my birthday. And it's representing. The same way, Jesus Christ, let's something about Christ should be seen. And if it's not a flower, what else? Christmas, Christmas, Are you here? So we are marking ourselves. We go to peace. Next point. 
The next one is okay. So the piece, where did you where do you stand out of ten? Two or four? Seven. I see. Two for seven. Any day you come, you come through for me. I have no incense. I have no meaning, Lord. You showed up for me. What did I do to deserve this kind of love? What did I do to sit at your right hand? What did I do to deserve this kind of love? There's another one. It's called long suffering. This is the test of maturity. Long suffering is when suffering does not change your behavior. Sufferings do not allow you to misbehave. You don't react badly to sufferings. Long suffering. For instance, when you fall sick, you don't go to church. It means you don't suffer long. Some of you, when you are not feeling well, you tell your husband, don't touch me. You tell your wife, don't come close. All the children stay behind. Why have you changed? Because something is going on. It means you don't have long suffering. Long suffering means suffering is going on, but people don't see it. It doesn't affect your behavior in God. It means long suffering. When you don't feel like doing something, but you still go ahead to do it because of God, it means long suffering. Some of you, only God knows how you came to church today. You don't even have transportation. You don't have even transportation. You don't have. <laughs> but it doesn't move you. In the morning, you took your shower. You managed to come to church. You also managed to go home. And nobody sees it. It means you have that grace called long suffering. And you will be a boy coming in the crowd in the bank. So when they are hungry, they don't even talk. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. They don't have long suffering. So they will do things only if everything is okay, everything is comfortable. And when you are like that, it means you don't have long suffering. You are in the choir with somebody that the person broke your heart in the choir, no way the choir. You don't have long suffering. Or so why are we still not in the church? No. Why can't you be there? Pastor said we should stay away and uh, 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 what do you call it? Cut the person off. Disengagement. We didn't say disengage in church. And by the way, real beloveds, their engagement is not church. It's on phone. Some of you are beloveds, we don't, we don't even talk to each other. How do you do it? It's on your phone. Hello, how are you doing? Let's meet. Hello. Uh, don't, don't pass there. Pass here. You will not see me. <laughs> Motorola type of love. <laughs> But it exists, but it's unknown. <laughs> but when you have long suffering, it means the things, the difficult things you go through, they don't change you. And in life, everybody goes through something. Else you know mature. That's how God made it, that you go through something. Then the next one is kindness. Where do you stand in kindness? The first sign of kindness is benevolence. Being good to others. This year, have you bought a gift for somebody before? So where do you stand in terms of kindness? There are some people, who, 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 when they are eating here, you come now, they, they put the food under their bed. 
So where do you stand in kindness? Then we come to goodness. You see, you can be kind in word. For instance, when you are married and your wife sleeps with you, means she's kind to you. Wow. But when she gives you a gift, it means she's good to you. When people are insulting you and somebody says, no, the person is not like that, it means he has been good to you. Yes, goodness. As I said, goodness, goodness means good things. Only good things will happen. Only good things. Kindness is only in giving, but in goodness, even sometimes, when you cook for somebody and the person eats, the person has been good to you. Yes, you that you cooked, the person has been good to you. God, in goodness. Oh, yes. Now, no, they are no being near our home with you. It's uncomfortable. So, where do you stand with the goodness? And where do you stand with faithfulness? Faithfulness is fidelity, providence, dependability. What again? When you say somebody is faithful, it means the person can be depended on. Like, we can, you can rely on you. It means you are faithful. Like today we come to church and the camera person is not there. It means we couldn't depend on her today. How many of you have realized that LFs, you can't depend on them? We went to buy doors for church. Two different places. We went to an Indian. When we got there, she, he gave us tea. He first brought us chilled water. Then sat us down, gave us tea. When I took the tea, I said, it's nice. Then he went inside and brought me three different types of the tea, including the one I drank that. I can use it to go and buy the same tea. And showed me Indian shops I can get the tea from. Then took us to all the rooms, explained the doors, what each of them, the capabilities, the strength, and everything. Showed that this is bulletproof. This one is this. This one is this. this one. Talk plenty. We stayed in the bio. Gave us tea. Then we gave our number to him. How many times did he call you the following day? Over 200 times. Meanwhile, they have a factory in Turkey that manufactures the doors. He doesn't buy from somebody. It is their company. So we are not talking about a small company. It's a multi-million dollar company. And that's how they treat customers. Then we went to Ghanaman shop. Who also sells doors? In the case of the Ghana man, we bought it. We brought it here to fix the doors. Now the Indian says that they will fix it for free for us. And if we want a customized door based on our specification, they will customize the doors from Turkey, whether with our name, our logo, the metal, the steel, the everything. And they will bring it to us in three months. But... Before the three months, they will give us a door to use for free. Then when the one we have customized is ready, they will come and remove it. And when you remove it, you destroy the door. But they said that if the door is destroyed, they can dismember the past and send it back to Turkey to be refabricated. And we don't have to come to them to buy the door. This is our email. This is our phone. When you call us, 
and you are able to tell us the door that you want, we will bring the door to you. We will fix it there free. The Ghana man came here to fix the door. The one that, when you go to the auditorium is at the back. That when you open, you go outside like that. He said, when you look at that, the down will be at It won't fix it down. And I said that. If you want a scaffold, we are renting scaffold so that you stand on it. Then he said what? Still, he will not do it. Then we call somebody. And the person told him that if you don't do it, you will see. He did it without using scaffold. He did it without standing outside. Ah, ah, ah. Sometimes you feel like you should slap somebody. But you see, that's what we call LF. Local folks, Ghanaian folks, like, hey, if Ghana is not prospering, it's not only because of politicians. So the, the, the Ghanaian, the, ah, sometimes eh, when I've, I've, I've taught something and the people around me so many things, I said, if something is working efficiently, it means it's not owned by a Ghanaian. That's the first thing you should know. The whole Ghana, anything that is working efficiently is not owned by a Ghanaian. Look at this hospitality people. You can go, they say there's no chicken. The next time, there's no salad. The next time, there's no water. Idiots, Ghanaian. Ah, what's wrong with you people? But how do you call the area? That's Ghanaians. It's a Ghanaian thing. There's a woman who sells rice and contemporary. I used to buy from her. Yesterday, when I went to buy, she told me that, ah, Osofu, it's a long time. I saw you. And I saw oh, I don't stay in this area again. Well, when you come, contemporary is not there. When you come, egg has finished. When you come, this one has done this. When you come, this one. Meanwhile, if this is what the people like, why won't you produce it more and increase the price? This one is 10, but the one that people are buying more is 12. You get more money. And then plain rice. Oh, say, plain rice, man for ton more. I didn't know increase no so man for toma, and won't talk about it. One time I went to a woman, I said, Oh, I know the egg in the camera, man for ton, I'm on to egg, you know. And I'm saying, Then sell your egg three cities. And people will buy. Bankuna or Tono, what the Kushia come among for Pekushiana Siba and Namno, and Tiena won't talk egg in the view. Business, all your business, yeah. You sell what people need. Some of this African Ghanaian behavior have, have made people dislike what they like. Why? Because it's not owned by a Ghanaian. 
Udi opa, uka se papa yon kwa. Kwa las pamas kwa he. Ube du las pamas, ube so mu se, yamadiasa. Because it's owned by Ghanaian. Because a Ghanaian will not enlarge his capacity. He will not enlarge his capacity. It's sad. And I think that as a pastor, I have the work to perfect the saints. You have to be trained. How can you leave drinking bottle in this church? Are you okay? When you travel, one of the first things is that you hardly see dustbins. One, one of the first signs when you go to a brothel room, the first sign that you hardly see a dustbin. You don't see it. Dustbins are stations. Let me tell you something shocking. Yesterday when we were cleaning here, somebody had gone to toilet at the rooftop. On the floor. On the floor. I certainly is one of the masons. Yesterday I was standing at the top. I saw one of them. He was urinating at the back. I shouted. I said, there's a washroom here. I said, where? Okay. I said, see. then he, he stopped and he came inside. Why? We call it elephs. Like, 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 and it be and it be any hope. And his sister. Listen, we are trying to put this place together. When you go to the washroom, eh, make the place clean before you leave. Make it clean. Take tissue, wipe the, the toilet seat. Eh. When you go, flash it. Afterwards, make sure some, some of you. <laughs> when you your own, you flash, it doesn't go. Somebody come and do on top and you flash and you go, and your own is still there. <laughs> You have not heard of that man. <laughs> You've not heard of that man. A man one day went to a public place like that. He flashed. The paper flashed. Everything is he left the elements. Then he left. Another man came. He flashed, flashed. It was not going. And because of it was emergency, he did it on top. When he flashed, that man who came the second, his own flash, and the first one was still there. So as the second man was going, he met somebody. The person was going to say, look, I didn't shit that shit in there. <laughs> Is that the work in there, I didn't do it. My own has removed it. <laughs> Somebody's own is the one that is there. It's a disclaimer. Don't come and accuse me that. What I didn't do it. I, it's, it's, that's that's it. And it's typical with boys. Mostly the ladies' rooms are clean. Oh, yes. Yes. When you go to voter hall and enter the portals, opposite, there's a washroom. I used to go there all the time when I was a student. It's always clean. Come on, what? Save our souls. You see, any beer away, young tongue, it's a fruit of the spirit, faithfulness. Next point. He says, but no, verse 23. Then he says, gentleness. Hmm. 
Gentleness then the easiest way pans a bubble body. But sometimes you can't mention people's names. But one of the easiest ways to know a gentle person is he doesn't involve himself in people's matter. Hey, you've heard of Alessa. Leave people to their matter. Alagba Dalina, the one who's clothed with fire. Come and manifest yourself. Shut up! Little folks, one of the things that destroy churches is gossips. 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 Nishunesh, I don't know any idea. What's your point? If it's not for him, is it for you? And even if it's for you, why did you give it to the person? And all the time, you see these people among local people. Their sport is discussing people. Because they have no intellectual pabulum to, to, to discuss relevant things. They only discuss people. They can't discuss ideas. They discuss people. How many of you have heard that? Some of your friends, when you are trying to be productive, they can't sustain conversation with you. Yes. But when you start talking about people, hey, number nine, what G center stage? Most of those people, they are not deep. In fact, some of the wives cry, they are like that. You see, some of you, when people start talking about somebody, keep quiet. Also, may come and talk. Don't talk. Let the person know that you are not comfortable. Gossips. Gossips. Then this is how some of the Christian sisters, they do it. Hey, I see a bomb by my Francisca. Say, see that they will be all good drinking. This is your super. Say, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm not going to I don't know. She didn't make gossiping. Obito on your maboka if I obey. Leave the person. Leave the person. Yes. Obito ni sika koto namwan ashe if I obey. Recently, some people were talking about certain things. Hey, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Who could talk about you? One can't tell me. I know who Baloo is a punch on one pie. No, but catch them in Ramesu of the entity. Baloo, you're teaching. And yes, why are dear? And two can say, Oh, what's a sister in the Baloo? So, yes, what you ask you? Oh, Bemma, yes, dear. Oh, young one, Missy and Rapa, 
me dawo na yesu so so me da yesu ya me hu se me da chi e clear also na dem make want maintain she so a gentle person one of the things you see so we think a gentle person is the one who works like this no it's not only that of course a gentle person works nicely but it's not the only thing that he does it, other things also come in one of them is that he doesn't talk to children to children about people where do you stand yeah, gentility some of you are not marking yourself it's only the lad them have seen he's marking himself let me let me show them so that they will know that what I'm saying is true. The Adam is the only one who can tell how many minutes he has spoken to his wife the whole of this year. Yes, the number of minutes. The fast he has. Some of you when you see himself and the wife walking, you are thinking that you are not married. Yes. It's data that is helping their marriage. Data. You you don't have data. I don't have data. How many times the two of you have gone out last month, November? Every week you go out. So if there were five weeks, you have Okay, give us one major statistics that you have. Whether it's the number of times she has complained or the issues that make her sad or something like that. She has data for all these things. He said, love, 7 over 10. Joy, 8 over 10. Peace, 8 over 10. Long suffering, 9 over 10. Kindness, 7 over 10. Goodness, 8 over 10. He's marking. You don't want to. Oh, let me see my own. Data, Kasa. Udo, Pamir, Musa, Aleza, where's your records? Long suffering, who marking on Jose? Peace, who marking on Jose? Yeah. Who marking on Jose? Who marking on Jose? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Love, two. <laughs> Joy, ten. <laughs> Long suffering, ten. Gentleness, zero. <laughs> he said he's not gentle at all. <laughs> Then there's self-control. Self-control is not acting by external influence or internal pressure. And if something is to drop, they means they lack self-control. Because that thing is what triggered that shaking, shaking. Self-control is inability to contain a pressure. A demand, a necessity, and self-control. And that one, to where do you stand? That the way the boy says that, let us not kiss before we marry. What's your score? You know, I don't know if you don't like examples like that, but they are the ones that is so easy to understand. Like you are not able to fast, means you lack self-control. When hunger pangs rise, you have to eat. Some people, they are sleeping, but they wake up to come and eat and go back to sleep. 
clap for yourselves. Hey. Where do you start? Now, let me give you my verse. Five areas of in five minutes. Ephesians chapter four, coming to perfection. Bible says God gave some to be pastors. What for what for what reason? Verse twelve. Number one, to perfect the saints. You can when you show the King James, you use perfect. Because when you say equip, people don't really get what it means. But there are different types of perfection. Just for the perfecting of the saints. So God gives you a pastor to perfect you. That means if you don't have a pastor, you are not perfect because something is lacking. Because perfection is complete. It's a package. Complete package. When you don't have a pastor, it means there's nobody playing the role of a pastor in your life. You can be in a church and not have a pastor. Why? Because he has no relationship with you. His teachings do not relate with you. His counsels, his rebukes, his instructions. The pastor who came to see us today, they married. I just told you that let your husband be the boss of your home. You will never have a problem in life. Because God said he's supposed to be the priest. And if he's the pastor, how can he lead you when you you don't want to be a church member? But he's a pastor, but you want to be pope or a bishop. That's why if I can close my eyes and say that majority of the husbands here do not have a pastoral rule over their wives. And they are not the cause. You said they should get AC. How were you able to make them get the AC? Uh-huh. As for the AC, you were able to make them get AC. How can you can make them read your Bible? Because you are not interested. Many husbands here are afraid to tell their wives to read a book. It will lead into a fight. But they go outside, they tell their sheep, read, they go to buy 10 books. They don't have to debate it. Now, when you tell them to read, they say that. What time will I have to read? Am I not the one changing diapers? Am I not the one doing this? Am I... But if it is not somebody in your house and you tell the person, it doesn't come in. If I let me tell Alexa or Alice that, read. Alice will not give me any excuse. If anybody should tell you that, read. You say that, what time do I come back from work? That I have to ban. If I say, she will read it. Because I have not seen him as a priest yet. People don't know that our abilities that we express, eh, it is actually the outflow of grace. Listen, if we are always telling you what to do because you can easily do it, then we are not leaders. A leader is the one who will tell you and challenge you to attempt what you can't even do. Then it brings the best out of you. You want me to come to church early? How do I do that? Look at the chairman. Meanwhile, other people who are church members will say children will be able to come to church. Because they recognize a pastor over their lives. So, it's not only here. One day, Dr. Wemba told me something. He said, my friend, don't, don't be foolish. Don't be foolish. They are made for comfort. Leave them. He was not talking about my household. He, he himself. We went to program and we had to go for prayer meeting at dawn. 
Leave them to sleep. Leave them to sleep. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. If you are here, you say you want to walk in tandem. It's not possible. Except God, you married a wife. But most of you that have not married a wife, you have married competitors. Some of you have married your instructors, your coaches. How can you a man say that me, my wife is the one who, 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 who helps me? When the Bible says, I'll make him a helpmate, the word there is a companion. A companion is somebody that you do something together with. And in marriage, there's only one thing you do together, giving birth. Without me, you don't have spam. Without you, you don't have wound. That's how it is. But apart from that, everything, there's no correlation whatsoever. You can't say, I'll marry this girl. She will help me. How will she help me? Because she'll be waking me up to go and read. You must be joking. What kind of choice is this? One day somebody told me that if I break up with this person, what will my parents say? They all know us. I say what say. Don't make those mistakes. Listen to, listen to a pastor over your life. Yo, pastor, you don't understand. The person has slept with me. Stop. Stop. <laughs> How many human beings marry as virgins? Huh? How many? Haven't you lost your phone? Have you gone to fight with Samsung? The basis, the basis for certain commitments is useless. You don't understand. You are preaching. I like the message. So, Pastor, when he, when he finishes school, he will have a good job and he will help me. We are And then they ask me, many partners, spirit, many other people. Yes. It's wrong. One day I realized that to be a millionaire and still, I have 15 types of, 10 types of marriages, you have one. I have a key. The title is One is Available for You. And I'll give you 10 types of marriages and yours is one. Yes. I'll talk about the, the, the stingy man. A, sti- a stingy man is different from a poor man. Many of you don't know. A stingy man is the man who has but will not give. And some wives are stingy. They have but they will not give. They have but they will not give. Before they give, you have to go and bath. Before they give, you have to wash your they teeth. Have Before they, they have power, they will not give. The stingy wife. They the stingy couple. They have five in abundance. The thing is, only men who are stingy. No, stingy doesn't mean not giving money. It means not giving. Having and not giving. Then you come to the you come to the brawler, the brawler and the quarrelsome. If you have a husband who is quarrelsome. And some wives are quarrelsome. It's, it's genetic. It's genetic. That's their upbringing. That's their love language. You are teaching. Then the unspiritual spouse. Yes, you have one. Never call scripture in any plan. God is not involved in any decision. Yes, you have one. They have the loving and the caring spouse. And also, so, you have to be a child. Wow, my baby. My God. 
Your husband is lovely. He smiles. He talks nicely. Huh? He treats you well. Your wife is lovely. She believes in you. The first sign of a good wife is the one who believes in you. And celebrates what she believes. Some people say that you will be a graduate. They believe. But they don't regard being a graduate. That's useless belief. To be proud of what you believe. Some of you people success does not stir any joy in you. You are not a, a good wife. When you hear that your husband has good news, you should be happy than any other person. Or else they can't share their good news with you again. That's your role. You see, as you are sitting here right now, you want somebody to laugh with you, isn't it? Why not your spouse? Well, she's not interested. He is not interested. A husband that has become an Egyptian mommy. He doesn't talk. What's wrong with you? You think your role is to just produce children? No way. You must talk. You must create joy at home. Yes, sir. We are doing it. You see, people think there's a difference between a house and a home. A house, a, a, a house is a building. A home is an atmosphere. It's an environment. A home is a software. A house is a hardware. The surgery is working. Many husbands don't like going home. But they are happy leaving the house than coming home. Because they get enjoyment elsewhere. Right Saturday we came here. Uh, they should go home. They were, they were just standing there laughing. Was it Sunday? Saturday. The day that they called Eric, Monday. It was Monday. Eric told Tarek to take a picture of the two of us. So that when she gets home, she will show it to the wife that I was with pastor. I told Tarek, delete the picture. Let him go and face it himself. With his own reasons. Your wife has given birth. She needs somebody to help. Why are you not gladly helping? Where is she? Most of the time, something is not busy. He's not busy. He's not busy. But you see, you have to make the home a place of joy. And how do you make it a place of joy? Don't complain about anything. Because when he comes to CV, nobody tells you electricity bill is not paid. How can the man who is there in the house, doesn't he know that the bill is not paid? You say, oh, Dela, how does he call you? Dela, now bill you have day. You are behaving like Christ and Basis of Spirit, my bow. He said, <laughs> The bill is not paid. He knows. But when you remind him, he stirs up a discomfort. You don't have to say that the bill is not paid. Don't talk. He now rent. No, not yet. Was he not the one who paid the rent? He knows it when it ends. Your place as a wife is not to remind him of the things he can't do anything about. Like maybe your husband has a problem, he can't do anything about it. You like you are short. You don't have to talk about it. Because he can't do anything about it. Or you are tall, or you are these things, you can't do anything about it. You can only laugh with it. But you can't pressure him to you can't change it. 
When you, when you stop distance, you realize that he always wants to come home because it's a place of happiness. This thing is finished. 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 He has seen it. The best thing you can do is that. See that this is the list of things we have to buy in the house and give it to him. But uh, why have you not bought it? Why have you not bought it? Only sika jai. Utra nyaye wa ngari sika ni. Ufiefwa how? You don't like the things I'm saying, but you, you. So, the work of the pastor is to perfect. I'm telling you, this is what the work of a pastor is. Give you direction, guidance. When was the last time you did quiet time with your wife? Twenty eighteen. You don't remember. Who is married here? You did it recently. When was the last time? Don't remember. What about you? Listen, even Pastor Albert, let me ask him. You see, Pastor Albert is the is a shepherd of the shepherds. <laughs> Things that nobody is able to do, he's able to do it. He's the one who was able to start a prayer meeting in his house. Let's find out the last time he did it. You see, one of the things is that it always leads to a fight. Quiet time, it leads to a fight. <laughs> you are not a pastor. Me, I'm a pastor. It's true, it's true. It's true. Especially when I say, please wake up, let's do quiet time. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what was the last time. His wife is around. Sweetheart. When was the last time? Pastor, I check a crap. I check a crap. I check a crowd. It will compete in years, a baby. I say, Pastor, like two years. She and I said, Two years because she has been kind. I feel like a sabrosa. And I said that when I marry him, I will change him. When I marry him, I will change him. May Sibi be how? Stephen. Uh huh. Stephen, A1 husband. There, A1 husband. Where's, where's a mango? Mango, when was the last time? Two weeks ago. It is A1. But can you imagine we are going to clap for two weeks ago? Imagine we breathe two weeks, two weeks. Stephen, A1 husband. What do you remember? But what, 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 have, have you done it's it before? Been very long. Have you done it before, the two of you? We tried, we tried. Where but why did, it, why did it end? Why did it end? <laughs> As I ended into a fight, so it stopped. Can you imagine? Okay, your own. Was it 2018? Why did they end? We were praying, mm-hmm. and then the baby started crying. Mm-hmm. Nothing was wrong with it. It was the boys who were playing with him. Mm-hmm. She said we should stop and go and find out what's happening. We were praying like, She said we should stop and go and she went to attend to the baby. And I said, it's okay. I prayed and thanked God, and I went, I went to the <laughs> Do that was the last time. The last time. I said I will not do it again. 
But in fact, when, when she went to take her away, she should have come back. Oh. Oh, Jai Jai. Madam Jai. Didn't wait. She didn't come back. Oh, didn't come back. And you are here saying that, oh, Pastor, when I marry the boy, I will change him. Share. 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 Bibi, how are you? You see, the people that you can change them are already changed when you marry them. Mm. They knew God already. They love prayer. They love church. They already. They Nankasa, They want to have a relationship with God already. Listen to my preaching on every girl two weeks ago. That's the best preaching I've ever done. The best. I was telling the sisters to learn to know God for themselves before they think of marrying. But marriage will not do anything for you. So, Pastor, don't worry. We will come to church together. It will shock you that when you marry, you will never come to church together. When was the last time you came together with you? Even now that you have only one card, when, when was the last time? That's in a long while. It's only today. You have only one car. It's not as if somebody would drive and No, only one. But they can't move together. I tell couples that they should sew the same cloth. Oh, now they have them there. He does it every day. Let's find out. When was the last time you did fight out with your wife? Was that last week? Last week. Yeah. But is it something you do frequently? Uh, I wake up. I I go to work this day. So when I'm going, then I will wake up then. Uh, and of you. But if depend on the sleeping pattern, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do. So. Wow. Would have asked your husband already. Yes. <laughs> No, the lot them there is I can one point. Now I can a one husband's name. I still don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> it has never happened. No, please. I say it has never happened. Has it ever happened? Yes. But it didn't continue. Yes, please. Why? You should ask yourself why. I'm telling you that it's because one is not a priest. Maybe you have your own definition. It's not like that. And I'm telling you that if one plays the place of subordination, one will freely talk. Can you advise your wife freely? This is a circumstance. I mean, circumstance. But to just get up and say, Suda, you don't do things. She said, why are you lecturing me? You are my, why, why, why? You are making me look like a child. Yes. It's not only me. Listen to me. I said this, God should forgive me. If Pastor Chris has had divorce, then I'm telling you that, listen to me. Are you gentle than Pastor Chris? Do you know God and Pastor? His wife was, when you go to London, the biggest church there is redeemed uh, 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 lighthouse, witness, we should put the post witness, and Christ embassy. His wife was in charge of Christ. His wife is the one who started Rhapsody of Realities. Look at a deep woman like this. What to make her divorce? What to make her go through that kind of thing? Pastor Chris said it that some of the people you came to meet them in the church trying to explain the cause of the whole divorce. Z, when I talk to my wife, she doesn't listen. 
And that's the solution to all the marital problems. My wife should listen. It's the solution to all. When you are praying, don't pray God. I pray for a wise husband. I pray for, when you are praying for that prayer, pray also that Father, let me listen to him. Like, oh, dress like this. So, are you a woman? Do you know how dressing is? But you are dressing for him. The people outside, when they see it's useless, he has to see you in a certain way. And so, by my husband, he doesn't say anything about my dressing. The last time he tried, it ended into a fight. That's when they would tell you that my hips are too big, my legs are long, my this are this, so I can't wear this. Doesn't he know that just the body you have? You see what the husbands are laughing? Put up a let's start from this right man here. And when you advise your wife on her clothes, what did she say? Um, as I led to a fight. Yes. But I've never done that before. I've never done that before. Yes. Are you sure? Huh? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. I may get angry, so I don't ask her. Yeah, you see, why well, don't you understand? This is just a random sampling. So your probability. How come that you can make a comment? You see, you can buy a fridge, but you can't pass a comment on the fridge. It's a fridge, and you say, I want to make a These are the situations married people find themselves in. Marriages are dying. What people are experiencing is not marriage, it is called cohabitation. Real marriage, once in a while, see the couples are dressed together. Real marriage, they, go, they serve God together. They pray together. It will never work because there's an imbalance. Marriage is supposed to help you to know God. One of these days, I will talk about these points. But I'm showing you the place of a pastor in the place of perfection. How that, you see, all these things I'm standing here, you know the deliverance that has come to some married people. They thought that it's only their home. It's the pastor who's at the center, he sees everywhere. And you see that you're not the only one. Or if I'm to talk about the men, the problems of the men, all of you sisters here, you know that you are free. Call the men to are like that. They don't bath well. They throw their phones everywhere. They, 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 when they see the bill, it's as if they have not seen it. But the problem is that they don't have. It says, when the pastor brings perfection into your life, listen to me. The first thing is that you do the work of the ministry. So if you are not doing the work of the ministry, you are not experiencing Christian perfection. Is here for the perfection of the saints for the work of the ministry. Number two, when the perfection comes, there is edification. What is edification? Consolation, encouragement. If you are here, you lack self motivation, you are a child. There comes a point in a man's life that he has to master strength by himself and face something by himself and over. Look, who, who, who encouraged you to write exams? No matter how much they encourage you, you have to go and sit in the examination hall. Sometimes the encouragement will not come towards the place you are interested in. 
you will have to stir yourself up. Then he says, continue. Till we all come to the unity. One of the first signs of a mature Christian is a Christian who doesn't talk to somebody. You are a child. You see, when you grow up, you will learn to talk to people you don't like. Like when you are mature, you are not happy with somebody, but you can talk to them. But so they are pretending. You are not pretending, you are only mature. Because if you show your anger, what will you get? So the mature person says, anger or resentment will not change the situation. Let's just smile to each other so that each other will have peace and move on. Must you react to everything? Oh, media sound same way. Mean to me, my name Kamukra. Me born in break. That's a child because he has to react to everything. A mature person sometimes sees something very bad and ignores it. And that's maturity, perfection. Hey, mommy, what he has to A barber was with cream makeup there. Why can't we ignore it? Can't you just, just ignore it and focus on your life? So we'll come to the unity of the faith. Then he says you come into the place called knowledge. Knowledge is the secret of maturity and perfection. Knowledge. A person that is not interested in knowledge will never mature. How does this thing work? Most of you are not married. What is your sunesis on marriage? What light do you have about it? So you have to marry somebody that you love. It's not in the Bible. The Bible says you love the person you marry. There's a difference between to love somebody and marry the person and marry somebody and love the person. What it means that when marriage comes in, the rest is love. Whether it's good or bad. Because all the 10 points of a couple, you can have one. And yet, you will have to love the person. That's maturity. Look at me, a pastor. You think everybody in the church is okay. But we just have to love everybody. Yes. Yes. Even sometimes when you are punishing somebody, it's out of love. Sometimes, so. Yesterday, I was telling somebody that when, 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 when there is judgment, it's not wisdom that judges. No. When you check the Bible, you realize that you don't judge by wisdom. You judge by power. For instance, Solomon brought the two women. One of them has slept on the child and the child is dead. And he said, bring this one. Kill this one. Because he had the power to kill the child. That's how he was able to judge the case. It's not because he was wise. It was because he was the king. He had power. Rana, if Tiniman is fighting with Lily, the two of them, they know the writing. They know. You need somebody with power to say, sit down. Don't call this person again. Don't go here again. That is power. So, so my friends are the ones when I have issues I talk to. You are not serious. What power does he have? Can your friend restrain you from your sensual indulgence? It is actually authority that judges, not wisdom. That's why sometimes we tell that. Tell your MSA. You think we are just joking? 
Some of you, if they decide to leave you and we keep quiet, they will leave. But if we come in, they will not leave. It's not because we are wise. It's because we have power. One day, one lady came to me. Pastor, look at where my husband is making us go to stay. I called the husband and said, are you serious? He couldn't believe that the place is more nice. A place that when you are going to your room, man, welcome. But the husband was actually going to pay the rent until I came in and I said, no, this is a graduate. You can't treat your wife like a trash. They have found a nice place to stay. It was not any wisdom. It was actually a demonstration of power. Sometimes the power we exercise is to say certain things in church so that people will not want their names to be mentioned. Because we can't claim people. That's why Paul said that. Let's under the corpus me. God punish him. Then he started mentioning them. Synthesis uh, and uh, 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 you know they, they are life fighting. They life fighting. Why? Go like the pastor referred to study the whole church and said this person has gone to do this. That alone will scare people. So me, when I stand in church and I say this one has done this and the person that's in church I don't talk again because I've used all my power. It didn't work. Can I can you? No. Rebuke didn't work. What again? You just have to keep quiet. In the college church, because of the doctrine of fragilism, they lash people. But here, we don't do that. We can't lash you. We'll lash you and I'll be on sweet uh, Jesus FM. These days, God, I've retired. I'll just summon you to some people. Why is she thing? Why are you steady? Recently, my mommy bought Kebby. I told something that I talked to her back. And this is what she did. I'm telling you what I said. Did they talk to you? Ah, we have someone at the car. I'm going to go to the police for a coach. I'm going to go to the car. And the first night, I'm going to go to the car. I'm going to go to but I spoke to them to talk to him that I'm too no boise. Calm down. That is love. That is love. Wow. Because we are maturing. We are maturing. Now we don't use much. Let's learn these things. So the pastor will bring you to the place of perfection, which is the place of number one, doing the ministry. Number two, consolation, encouragement, edification. Then unity, oneness, oneness, oneness. Never have a problem with anybody in life. Whether they are good to you or they are not good to you, leave them to God. Leave them, leave them. But the world there is, is, is a small world. Even people who don't curse you, doesn't mean you are free from judgment. Because somebody that has helped and blessed you, you can't mistreat the person. It will not be a blessing unto you. So just leave them. Leave them. Leave them. Somebody left a church. And he started up his own church. When members of his former church come to his church, he gives them thousand cities. So if you bring one member from that church, he gives you thousand cities. Give you thousand cities. The man's church was on an, a three-acre land in East Legon. As I talk to you now, he has lost the land. He's meeting a rented apartment. I mean, a facility to do church. 
When you bring a member of the church and the person is a leader, they buy a phone and add 2,000 or 3,000 cities to it. Yes. It's like I'm here, I came from uh, Charismatic AMB church. When anybody comes from Charismatic AMB church to this church, I give the person 1,000 cities. If the person is a leader, I give me 2,000 cities. The pastor didn't talk. His church is not four acre land. It's Legon. I don't want to give too many clues. As I talked to him, he has lost the church. His church now is renting. I'm not saying that his, 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 his the land was 12 plus. You know how much a land costs in East Lagos? He was the owner. As I talked to him now, he has lost it. The court has taken it from his hands. You see, if Moses doesn't talk and curse you because of his anointing, maybe you may not cross the promised land. But Moses didn't pray that God, don't touch them. God said, don't worry, it's clear, clear, let me finish them. Because sometimes a man may not fight you, but his anointing will fight you. Because anointing is abstract, but vital. It doesn't speak judgment, it doesn't speak curses. But when you touch the anointing, he begins to fight against you. Then he says, to welcome the unity of the faith, to the knowledge, then he says, to a perfect man. To a perfect man. To a perfect man. So all of these things are symbols of perfection. Knowledge. Unity. The work of the ministry, consolation, encouragement. Then he says, To welcome to the station of the fullness of Christ, so that what? We no more be children. So these are the signs of children, number one, tossed to and fro. So any sign of inconsistency is a sign of immaturity. Anything you're not consistent in means you're not mature in it. Today you love, tomorrow you hate. Tomorrow it means you're not consistent. It means you have not mastered it. And he says they are carried about. In other words, they are easily influenced. He didn't say they move about, he said they are carried. Sometimes you hear a word and you are carried by anger. It triggers and you begin to explode. Carried about with every wind. It's not even any, a, a wind of doctrine. He says, which is by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness of men. That means you are easily deceived. You are gullible. And they lie in wait to deceive. So these are all things children suffer. But when you are not a child, you grow and speak the truth in love. And you grow into all things. If there was time, when I come to so that you no longer be children, I'll take you to the scriptures. And I talk about not a novice from the devotional. Then you look at all the points. Science of child. 
likeness or childishness. Because that's why I've written that, that when you get here, then take them to not a novice. And see that these are signs of a novice. May the Lord bless you. Amen. God sends a pastor for a reason. That he will perfect you. He may not even, because when you read the book of Hebrews, he himself is subject to flaws. Because of that, he offers sacrifices for himself. So, means the priest that is perfect in sense is not even perfect. What a shock. But the last time I checked, many mass teachers don't know mass. Until you finish university, you realize that your mass teacher did know mass. One day when I was in primary school, my RME teacher said, who brought their fees? One, two, three, both of you come. It was when I went to them, and I went to my, my RME teacher, he was called Mr. Ducey. His English was very bad. But we didn't know because we were children. Some of you have been jumping the wall and vice versa. That means the wall you see is jumping on you. And what it really means is that you jump and you come back. English is a punishment. In the second service, I flow. I know I'm talking to mature people. Let us carry these bullets for the coming year. We want to see a mature church. A church that what people are doing, they are doing with maturity. Not pettiness and maturity. Maturity. So, as soon as we enter January, I think it's that 7th or 8th, I'm going to talk about maturity. 31st, I think it's 7th, because we come back from who on their faith on the set, so it's a Saturday. So seventh is a that seventh Sunday at the top there. The top there, everything is at the top. Even my baby dedication, I said I'll wait uh, till we get to the top there. And we are just one month away. Some of you have not done your own. If you can do it now, fine. But if not, let's do it at the top. Some of you are not married yet, don't worry. We'll do it at the top there. And when I go, I'll tell my wife that on our baby dedication, invite your parents to come. But they came to the tent. Let them come and see that we have improved. They say, hey, pastor, you are sorry that you know the fans. Now come in for the energy. In for the free tent in the Christian village inside. I'm going to disappointed. Me, when I travel, I don't post pictures up. But I post. Do you know what I do? All the ancestors. I make my WhatsApp status visible to them. My wife's father, mother. I select them and I post. <laughs> <laughs> you there, you don't need to be impressed. All the people are wanting my mother. Hey, I put I post. Hey, my mother should say that they are and I bam first all. So all of you don't see my status. I post papa. Share. Some of you have access. Post your wife eh, and make it visible to only them. <laughs> Share. When you are when you are working with your wife eh, and you are laughing, 
then you, all oh, those who have broken your heart before, let it visible to them oh, and, yes, and post it. it. And when you post it, open it so that when they watch, you see that they have watched it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then today, they, they mute it and watch so that, but they have seen it. Yes, Don't worry, even if they've not seen it, they have seen it. Especially when you post it continuously. And now, when you see that they have posted now, then you post your own again. But they are still online. <laughs> so, Pastor, are you petty like that? I'm not petty. I know how to enjoy victory. I know how to celebrate. What is that sense of victory when there is no overcoming? Or there's no conquest? What do you think? Now, I'm going to bre 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 Hello, sir. My name is this. I don't know, but I like you. And I'm a pastor. I don't know, but I feel like I should invite you for this meeting. And we have we want to receive as a special guest of honor. This is the letter, the letter to that event. Then when it comes, we'll show him pictures. Then in the commentary, he said that the dean used to sack us. <laughs> he will regret coming to the service. Ah, <laughs> uh, the porters. We will invite them. Acupuncture is the first. Send in your name. They were who? They were the You know, acupuncture is We will go and give him a letter. Oh, we just said that your friend, Winfred, the Lord has blessed him. He's dedicating his church. And come. They, they will come. They will come. He said, I was saying we didn't give him sausage. Because of that, he's angry with us. Some people, when you become an enemy with them, you have put yourself in trouble. Because they don't seem to lose. They will never go down. On Christ the solid rock, I stand all on the ground. Also, I'm a singing ministry, not a son. All on the ground. Because I don't want to depend on choristers. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All on the ground is sinking sand. All on the ground is On Christ the solid Rock I stand on the ground is sinking sands all on the ground. I put my trust in nothing else than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweet pleasure, but only live on Christ the solid rock I stand all on the ground. Yeah. Will your anchor hold in the storms 
When the clouds unfold, when the strong dies, and the cables take, only our tell you something. As we're singing, the Lord spoke to me to say this to you. If you are here, there's anything you are struggling to do. It means your Bible reading has gone down. But the strength to do things is in the word. Yes. Listen, it's true. There are certain things you can't do or you are not able to do. Begin to feed yourself with the word. You see that suddenly the ability is there. Even sometimes there are certain things you can't do away with. There are certain things you can't forget. It seems it's always bothering you. All of these things, the, 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 the power is in the word. You are still broken hearted for three months. It means you are weak. This in the Bible. When you start reading the Bible, the pain leaves. Have a devotion to it. Or sometimes no ticket mukrade be na kan for bitu to Bible phone so. And sometimes to find somewhere and sit down and read it for long. That's how God changed my heart. I was a very timid, shy person. It was engagement with the word. You see, you must have an encounter from the word. If you're a prophet, eh? It's a gift God gives you from, like, when we were singing, the girl came to give offering, I called her. I told her that she's traveling. I saw it clearly. And I asked, their parents want you to travel. She said, yes. They want me to travel to this country. I said, that's where you will go. I saw it clearly when you came to put the money down. It's something that is in you. Last Friday, they went to pray somewhere. That Friday, I, I prayed for a lady. And I said that, you know, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be traveling. And you'll be representing Ghana. Like Ghana government is sending some mission people and you are part like that. You'll be representing 
But people, you are, you are under attack. The fight is too much. And I said, you'll be sick. You go to the hospital. They say, you have ulcer. It's not an ulcer. It's a spiritual attack. She said, yesterday I collapsed. They took me to the hospital. They said, I have gastroenteritis. The girl told me. And I, how did I know that they would tell you have ulcer? I said, it's not a sickness. It's an attack. You fear them. Fight you on every side. He said they were supposed to represent their law firm. She's a lawyer. She's supposed to go with the law firm to something for them. You earn something. She fell sick and couldn't travel. She told me all of that. How does this great? It, it's not like as we are there, God talks to us. And God is telling me that if you are struggling, devote yourself to the word, it will live. No matter whether it's a temperament you are struggling with, a personality you are struggling with, these are things you can't change it yourself. If it is food, you would have just said you will not eat again. Or if it is sleeping, you just go and sleep. It's, it's something you can't remove from your inside. It's the word of God that does those things. Give yourself to the word. You start boldness. No, I can't go for outreach. It's because you don't read the Bible. When it's time for locusts, now I am Shisho. It's because you don't read the Bible. Since I stood here, this is my notes for today. I wrote it yesterday. I have not even opened it, but it's a long sermon. Why? Because the outflow of my spirit is what is working. Christian maturity, plenty. This is my notes for today, like this second service. I've not even come to it. That's why I said when I get to a point, I'll go to uh, not a novice. Then I'll explain what is perfection and different aspects of it. Like that, like that. Main areas that a Christian needs perfection. Different areas the word perfection has been used. Six ways that God brings a man to perfection. Number one, through sufferings. Number two, through teachings. Number three, through training. Being allowed to attempt something. They are all in the nose. The things I'm sharing with you are the outflow of my spirit. And you may share me whom whom. And they flow. You have need to know God. Sometimes ask yourself, where is this thing in the Bible? When you find it in the Bible, you can go ahead. Because you can't be so sure. At least the Bible is sure. So we have a sure word of prophecy. Yes. 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 Yesterday when we were here doing the cleaning, I went to the top to see that God. I was getting some revelations and I started writing them. Started writing them to add it to some book that I want to write I went to the top, like 15 minutes, and I can preach it like six hours. Why? Because a home who might one here, I didn't say, Yeah, it's a spirit. I've come to believe that these things are spiritual. Like this girl, how would I have known that she has gastroenteritis, which is a form of inflammation in the gas, which is stomach ulcer? I told her that you go to the hospital, they have, you say, but it's not a sickness. Forget it. It's actually a spiritual. It's a demon that is causing you to have that pain in your stomach. He said, yesterday, 
I came back from work. I collapsed. They rushed me to the hospital. Today is the day they released me from the hospital. And they say, I have stomach gastroenteritis. I know can. What I'm preaching may not be relevant to you, but God, whose spirit is at work in me, is talking to people through it. You see, somebody came to give offering. It means, it has come to confirm. That's how those things are. So anytime a pastor is preaching, he's actually prophesying. And when somebody comes to church and says, who is Adwa? It's not everybody who is Adwa. So it's a prophetic word. Take it and run with it. Sometimes I look and say, read the Bible for hours. It opens you up. Because I say, of late, you get sad easily. Of late, you get angry easily. Of late, everything, then you are moved and you are broken. Go, go, go back, go back quickly. Go back quickly. Sometimes dedicate a book in the Bible. When I check my workload for ministry school, I get scared, I'm telling you. We are supposed to read some books in the Bible and lecture it to them. We are going to do Old Testament survey. Then you come to New Testament survey. I have to read the whole Bible. How do I do that? Then afterwards, you have to come for this meeting, that meeting. Then they are calling you. We have to face this one here. Do the, the man is complaining. What should we do? So I say, okay, let them do this way. I'll come and see it. Then let's do it this way. Then, hey. Sometimes I write it by lying down. As I'm lying down like this, then the thing is playing inside of me. Because the word is in you. The word is a spirit. You can't be a pastor and say that every sermon you sit down to write it. No, 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 no. So then before the service, you have finished preaching it. You preach it in your head. How to say it. When you come here, you will jump from here and all of that. Sometimes in traffic. Then you begin. When you see somebody is quiet, it's not always they are worried. Sometimes you are thinking of what to say. How to say it. How to do this. How to do that. Because when you are very loud, it's a sign that the Holy Spirit has not invaded your life. But at times he calls you to commune with you. And those are the quiet moments. You can be staying in Medina Zogo. But as you are there, Sometimes Another time you cross check it and see the rendition. Is it is that confirmation of it? Why am I saying this? God, God is raising you up to start preaching and to be consistent. Consistent. May the Lord bless you and favor you. I love you all. Hallelujah. No matter what you go through in life, don't worry. The secret is like the last time the proverb I gave that pepper is very hot, but inside it is where some organisms they stay with their children. One day when you open the pepper, you see that some organisms are in How come they don't feel the heat? That is their habitat. 
Hit, but God will give you the strength to go through it. Uh, I search for my hands, touching my hands. I stretch for my hands. Hallelujah. All the things that I, was, I preach right now, it's not a rebuke. No, I'm just bringing us to the place of maturity and perfection. Hallelujah. So take it in the spirit of love. In life, if there is nobody who challenges you, you are disadvantaged. You need somebody who doesn't seem satisfied with your results. You need that person. He will make you achieve the impossible. May the Lord bless you and favor you. I love you all. Hallelujah.